0: Support for The Bittersweet Life comes from HarperCollins, presenting The Angel of Rome by Jess Walter, a stunning collection of tender and brilliant stories about the moments when life changes you, for the better or the worse. It just keeps happening, Rome, over and over, the city reinventing itself for each new generation, and us too, I suppose, if we have the courage and the people to show us the way. That's Eduardo Ballerini reading from The Angel of Rome, the latest story collection by best-selling author Jess Walter. A starred Kirkus Review says that you should prepare for delight. And you should. The Angel of Rome by National Book Award finalist Jess Walter. Available now wherever books or audiobooks are sold. Hello, I'm Tiffany Parks, and this is A Bittersweet Moment with Katie Sewell. Hello, this is The Bittersweet Life. I'm Katie Sewell, and this is your midweek bittersweet moment. We're spending a few months of the show in Rome, and if you've listened to the episode number 431, titled Katie Arrives, With COVID, originally released in June of 2022, you know that after two years or more in COVID lockdown in Seattle, Washington, in the United States, I caught COVID on my first big trip abroad to Italy. Well, I am more than just the host of this show. I am also a writer and a radio storyteller. So I took that experience and I turned it into a written essay And then went one step further and made it into an audio piece as well. A piece that features sounds that I actually recorded while traveling and experiencing the COVID that I describe. KUOW Public Radio in Seattle featured the piece, and I'm going to share it with you now. Enjoy. I was in Italy at Lake Como when I learned I had covid We'd rented the perfect apartment. It was down 93 steps and hooked into a hillside overlooking the water in the small town of Nesso, And we sat on the porch and opened some red wine. My partner Derek and I had been driving all day across the Swiss Alps to get to this little place. We were both tired, but I also had a runny nose and a dry throat. It's allergies, I said, because it had to be. I had hardly left my home in two years. I'd locked myself away, watching out for neighbor and friend and parent and partner, and finally I was back in the world, triple-vaxxed and ready to see anything new. Anything besides two side-by-side lines on a piece of plastic. That possibility has made many a desperate traveler think twice about buying their plane tickets. But in the morning, I had a sore throat, and my eyes wouldn't stop watering. You have to do the test, Derek said, and I knew I did. We laid out two COVID tests on the dresser, swabbed our noses, and gave each other a look like, this is us now, who will we be in 15 minutes? I couldn't watch. Instead, I went outside and looked at the white waves of one boat crossing the deep blue lake, While further down the hill, an old man fed his chickens. I repeated, please no, please no, please no, for not nearly long enough. It was definitive. In less than five minutes, Derek joined me on the porch. I'm afraid I have some bad news, he said. It's positive, I said. Just you, he said. Not me. My reaction was not dignified, The tears came swift and fierce. It was an ambush of disbelief, disappointment, and fear. How bad was it going to get? And do I even know how to care for myself? I'm on the other side of the world. This summer, roughly 93 million American adults will travel at least once. Some will travel two or three times. That's not quite pre-pandemic levels, but it's close. Maybe 3% less than in 2019. And of course, some of those adults will catch COVID along the way. The Italian air smells of flowers and dough and smoke, and I hoped it was just magical enough to make my illness brief. I wanted to enjoy life abroad, and we had reservations and limitations that couldn't wait for sickness. The rental at the lake couldn't be extended, Our next hotel in Camoli on the Italian Riviera was already paid for. We had to continue on. The 19th century writer Mary Shelley wrote, The name of Italy has magic in its very syllables. And the next morning, massed and driving our rental car toward the coast, I thought of her contemporaries traveling to Italy to convalesce and praying that the breeze off the Ligurian Sea might heal them and bring them back to life. I thought of the romantic poet John Keats, sent to Rome with tuberculosis, hoping that the hot air could dry out his lungs. I wasn't worried that I would die. In truth, I didn't feel that bad. But I did feel outside the world, like I would never be a part of it again. All around me, locals and tourists flirted and dined and drank, and I ate the takeout Derek procured on an outdoor table alongside the hotel parking lot. About 80% of Americans will travel this summer, and some like me will catch COVID. But regardless of that, Professor Ali Mokdad, an epidemiologist at the University of Washington, says it's a very good time to travel. Here he is. COVID-19 is declining right now, and infections are declining. We will not see a bump in the summer. We'll see a steady number of infection, but it's not a bump that we could attribute to travel. So if you want to see your dad or your mom, do it this summer, don't do it in winter. After my first symptoms, I tested positive for the next 10 days. No matter how sick or well I felt, The two side-by-side lines appeared every morning. I became so accustomed to the ritual disappointment when it finally happened, just one red line. My heart started pounding. I laughed and cried at the same time. If you're one of the millions traveling this summer, take some COVID tests with you. And should you end up positive, Professor Ali Mokdad has this advice. You can still vacation uh, wearing a mask and staying away from people. You can take a hike. You can see people from a distance. That's doable. And it was not ideal, but a lovely, lonely kind of doable. By the time I tested negative, we were in Rome, and I crossed the Tiber River to see John Keats's grave. Like mine, his illness ended in Rome, though not the way he wished. It turns out. The Italian air is not magic, but as I sat beside his headstone, now fully recovered, the scent of the air with its swirling mix of smoke and dough and flowers sure smelled like it. I'm Kitty Sewell. I hope you enjoyed that. And I hope that sometimes you also think to turn your life experiences into art. I know so many of you are writers and artists and photographers, all kinds of things. I am continually impressed by your talents. Also, check out the link in the show notes that takes you to the KOW post of this story. The written essay is a little bit different than the audio one. And you can also see pictures that go along with the story. You can follow that link or just visit KUOW.org and search for my name, Katie Sewell. (laughs) It's a tricky one, I suppose, in the spelling. It's K-A-T-Y, and the last name is S-E-W-A-L-L. My thanks also today to Jim in Charlotte, North Carolina. Thank you for supporting The Bittersweet Life with your donation. I'm glad you think it's an excellent podcast. Listener donations make this show possible, not only for you listening right now, but for future listeners. And speaking of future listeners, if you've never mentioned this show to another living person, get out your phone right now and send a text to someone. Something simple like, hey, I think you'd love the Bittersweet Life podcast. You should subscribe and tell me what you think about it. We appreciate it. And until next time, this is the Bittersweet Life. I'm Katie Sewell.